Hello and welcome to another episode of If We Can Just Say. Hope you guys are doing well out there. Every time I'm about to intro, I want to change the way I say it, but I'm like stuck and I don't know how to do anything other than hello and welcome. (laughs) And I don't know, it's starting to drive me crazy. But anywho... (laughs) This is airing on February 14th, so just want to do a happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. And a special Valentine's Day to my husband and co-host. Happy Valentine's Day, Stephen Ogle. Happy Valentine's Day, babe. You know, you you mentioned that, but like I've I've watched a lot of YouTubers and stuff, and they start and end their programs saying exactly the same words. I know. Even like the way they say "hit the like" and the subscribe button, like they say everything exactly the same. It's so it's formulaic, is what it is. I just am so you know off the cuff, natural, flowing like a mighty river, and I don't like to be boxed in all the time. So I just sort of feel like. I don't want people to be like, there she goes again, saying the same thing. What a creative podcast. I mean, that's the thing in the entertainment industry. Like, we, we watch a lot of wrestling. Oh, my a- God. Are AEW. we in the entertainment industry? Uh, a- <laughs> AEW, uh, on Friday nights, they have Mark Henry before the main event, and he goes, well, it looks like there's been enough talk. Yeah. It's time for the main event. And, and I it's distinctly, the same every week. I distinctly have a memory of my father saying... How annoyed he is by that, <laughs> and can Mark Henry stop saying that? So perhaps it's genetic. But like you look at the Buffer Brothers, like like they yeah. do, they do they you know let's get that's ready totally to different. That's iconic. Like yeah, it's iconic. No but offense lo- to Mark Henry, but that ain't iconic. It's iconic, but it's because they're known for doing the exact same. Anyway, thing. So. did anyone notice he didn't say Happy Valentine's Day back I, to me? I actually did, oh. and when we play it back and listen to it, you're gonna feel like a dummy. Well, I was thrown off because as I was doing my intro, he was wildly waving his arms at me as though I had forgotten to introduce <laughs> him, but I was doing it through Happy Valentine's Day, so. <laughs> He's gonna have a great Valentine's Day in store for him with that attitude. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, not you know, we already celebrated, so it's all we good. did, and we'll talk about that. But just we're not very big val- like we're not big Valentine's Day people. Go all out. We kind of like. I feel like any excuse to buy each other like a little gift that we think of. Which I mean, I guess we could do at any time, and we do. But yeah. Valentine's Day is just a time to be like, oh, I saw that, and I saved it in my cart, and I'm gonna get it for him, and just something. Yeah, any, just any something excuse- cute, something little. Definitely, we're not like diamonds and nights out on the town for Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, that's so overrated. Like, yeah, I, I don't even understand. I, I, Valentine's Day is a Hallmark holiday. I will never understand any sort of Hallmark holidays. They don't make any sense to me. Um, but I, I, I like, I like it because I can buy you a little something, just a little small gift, and yeah. and you'll en- something I know you'll enjoy. And there you go. I don't exactly. have to buy you like you know. Three dozen cases of roses and buy you a diamond, I don't new diamond earrings, and take dozen... you out, take you out somewhere to a restaurant and have things delivered and want like all that stuff. I don't need three While dozen. Can do that. It's just ridiculous. cases of roses. You know, roses aren't my favorite, but I have dropped some pretty hearty hints lately that I would like more flowers. Wow! <laughs> if your dad was listening, shots fired. Shots fired. I like fresh flowers. Ooh, boy. That I'm was, not even saying tough. like expensive. Like, grab me a little colorful bouquet from Kroger, man. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, color, colorful. What happy life? 
Happy wife, happy life. I don't, I don't abide by no that kidding. <laughs> that ridiculousness doesn't work for me. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> that's part of the Hallmark holiday of things, and I just don't. I, Ricky abides by that. I, I, know, I don't abide does. by that. He always says that happy wife, happy life. I'm like, mm, I, my my response I can't say on the podcast, so I'll just leave it at that. I'm married but, to like an annoying, stubborn curmudgeon. I just, I uh, just think that. But luckily, I, I just think that uh, following the masses is uh, being like a sheep, and I don't like to do that. So making your wife happy is following the masses. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Yeah. So anyway, all of you out there not married to an idiot, I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. <laughs> And I want to do a shout out to my friend Jules. Her birthday was yesterday, if today's Valentine's Day. Yep. Today, as we're recording. So happy Valentine's Happy Valentine's. Wow. Happy, happy, happy birthday. birthday, Jules. Yeah. In my defense, I worked all day today and we're recording on a Monday. So I'm thrown off a little bit. But happy birthday, Jules. I hope you had a wonderful birthday. Yeah. We'll have to see you soon. I kind of forgot what you look like, so that's not cool. <laughs> So we're going to get together soon. It's like we talked about before, like how does like time just flies and it moves so quick. And in the winter being older and having my house, like I'm just ready to hibernate. Like we made plans with my friend Kim for before Christmas. And if you guys recall, I canceled like all plans before Christmas because I was terrified of being sick. And I still haven't been able to see her. Like she was supposed to have us over for like this pizza and drinks and show us some stuff she did to her house. And like, we can't get there till the end of March. That's insane. Like her and I are going to grab drinks during the week before that. But like getting to like a weekend hanging out. It's crazy. Yeah. Maybe. And maybe you'll get to see Jules whenever I see my friend Lawrence again. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. They're close, I think. In proximity, yeah. Yeah, I think they're close in proximity. But we had a very good weekend, I feel. I'm very happy because I think the last two weekends, you guys heard us talk about the one previous and how we actually like relaxed and felt revitalized for the first time since before the holidays. This past weekend was also really good. If you saw our post, you saw on Friday we did another one of our uh, weekend vinyl kickoffs. Which vinyl was his and which was hers? I think it's self-explanatory, but it won't always be dumb dumb. You never know. You never you know. You never know what we're going to have. So that was fun. Just a vinyl night and yeah. a couple of cocktails hanging out. And then Saturday, we went to dinner with my parents. Shout out to the wood shop, Union yep. Wood Shop on Main Street in Clarkston. Oh, yeah. G- great I stuff. I haven't been there in forever. I wish, too, that I had our waiter's name because he was really good. I liked him. I don't remember, he worked, I don't remember his name. Um. We sat in the Kid Rock bar area, yeah. and he had, like, longer dark hair and, like, a mustache. Yeah. But he was good. Like, that That was good. We have been trying to go there with my parents for... Oh, three years? Okay. I had to think for a second. Uh, three years. And, uh, yeah, it was good to have the uh, the honcho lager again, too, man. Yeah. They need to bottle that, can it or something, and, and get a distribution deal. It, it's the only beer that... I think the union has that's their stuff because it's from their Mexican place, yeah, the, the honchos. honchos. But like, man, they could make some money off selling that. That's a good. That's a good logger. It like was it. nice. I don't feel like we've actually gone out to dinner in a long time, and I don't think we've gone out to dinner with my parents in a long time. Uh, the last time I think we went out with your parents that I remember was when we hit the gastro pub during the last Friday. Oh, and that Friday, was like the last summer of music in Plymouth. So that would have been yeah august or september and that wasn't even like a planned thing so this you know we made a reservation because the wood shop and a lot of the restaurants over 
open about four o'clock over there and there was about 30 people lined up outside at four o'clock already yep yeah so we did that and we did reservations which is the best way to go we walked over to Union General and got some cupcakes. My mom is a cupcake nut, so they have some great cupcakes. But it's such a nice little area, and I feel like we there's a couple like shops and stuff. I'd like to go out there like on a Saturday afternoon and go into a couple of the shops and get like some tacos or something. It's a cute little area that Main Street in Clarkston. Yeah, and the what's the name of the place for the cupcakes? Union General. Yeah, love their cupcakes, man. Yeah, they make some. That's Union too, like all that stuff. Yeah, they make some wonderful. They've cupcakes. got a monopoly on Main Street, so. Yeah, because they have they have that they have the actual Union and then Honchos and then Woodshop. So yeah, mm. all four all on the same side of the road, anyways. Yeah. So. All within a half a mile of each other. That was nice, cool. and it was sunny. Yeah. It's been so nice. Like, I took Sophia for a stroll today, and I didn't even have a coat on. Mm. I mean, I had a sweater on, but not a coat. I you mean, sounded don't get, like, don't. Uh, you just sounded like um, the green little guy with the ears. Mm. Green, yes. Yoda? Yes. Mm. <laughs> sounded like Yoda, you did. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How do you yeah. get so big eating food of this kind? <laughs> Copyright mm-hmm. infringement. <laughs> which uh, which brings me to, uh, or back to, uh, we did gifts and she got me a Yoda shirt and it says uh, 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 Yoda man. It says Huda man, Yoda man. Yeah. And it's got like Yoda on it's it. It's got Yoda's face. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love it. It's awesome. I also got him a keychain that I found um, <laughs> that says, you're the best thing I've ever found on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was funny yeah so. and then uh if you've heard us talking about um in the last uh few episodes back we were talking about star wars and clone wars i yeah. got her uh two tank tops that are ahsoka tank yeah, tops my girl ahsoka i'm like women's a, tanks the the cool ones is for her anyway. i'm obsessed with those kind of tanks and i probably need to stop buying them but like if you go to a brewery and they have like a racerback tank i buy it or any kind of like tank like that I always wear them to bed or like if we're working in the yard, put a sports bra under it, like that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. just like obsessed with those. I have an entire drawer full. Yeah. My clothes have gotten out of control. And I just got you two more. You did. You always <laughs> do. He always buys me like two at a time and I'm like, oh my God, I like them, but what am I going to do? Yeah. You know. But yeah. Can't, so we did that. Too many. We did that yesterday. We did some home decor stuff and we made ourselves a valentine's dinner shout out to chris again oh chris thank you for that venison and whatever you however big of a cooler you need me to bring in april you just let me know (laughs) because i made the tenderloins yesterday and i thought the way they were packaged they were vacuum sealed and i thought it was like one big steak in each package and I thought, well, this is a special occasion. I'm going to make these two kind of big steak. They looked <laughs> kind of like they were like 10-ounce fillets or 10-ounce something. And so I, as I opened it, I realized, oh, these are totally cut and sliced already into like smaller medallions. So we had about 20 venison-like medallions that we ate yesterday. But it was delicious. And 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 to be fair, Chris might have told me, but like we got it back in December, oh, and yeah, I, didn't, I don't know. There's no way I would have remembered that I that was that way. I have no so. regrets, and I'll probably make two again because yeah. it was delicious. Yeah, it was and fantastic. it was nice. We never have like we never because we meal prep, so yeah. we either meal prep or get something from DoorDash that we instantly regret after it arrives. 
So we've been trying not to do that anymore. And not just because like, oh, it's fattening or something, just because it's never as good. It might not be as warm. It might be late. It might be soggy. It was too expensive. Just like all that stuff. So we actually haven't done that in a while, but it was nice to just open a bottle of wine and to like cook a nice meal. And a lot of times we would do that in the summer when we're doing a bonfire, just get like, you know, burgers or something from a place or whatever. And we might do that again. Probably. We just don't do it that often in the winter. Yeah. But yeah, we had a good dinner, uh, cornbread and yeah. What else did you do yesterday? Oh, well, um, I started by putting the, uh, the new entertainment center together for the living room and then I got it put together and I was like, well, I'll put it off to the side and then, you know, whenever we're able to mount the TV, cause I have the TV mount for that and you and your, your dad and I are going to, we're going to all put that up and, um, I was like, whenever I do that, then I'll put the entertainment center in place. And then after about three minutes of discussion, the two of us decided that wasn't going to work. And so we just switched everything over. Let me tell you guys, (laughs) it is a game changer when you are putting something in the corner of a room and you actually have corner furniture for it. Yes. Game changer. Yeah. Like our living room with separating our sectional and me moving the rug and getting these smaller like coffee tables in front of each of the couches as opposed to a big coffee table. That corner piece, like I think our living room is doubled in size. It feels like it. We have a big open space in the middle. And then, you know, when our new furniture comes in, we're going to have even more space because our couch and, and oversized love seat are actually not as long and not as wide. Mm-hmm. They they will hold as many people, yeah. but they don't have the big cushions on the they're side and the big cushions on the back. Yeah, they're not overstuffed with big pillow cushions yeah. on, on them as as they're backing and sides. So we're going to actually save even more space off yeah. of that, which is man, I can't I can't wait for that stuff to come in. We we need to get through the winter so that stuff will get here cuz that that's going to be great. It's like you know you're 40 and a homeowner when like I have this rug in the living room that's an indoor outdoor rug it's kind of like tan and um patterned and when I would tug with soap it would come up on the end so I bought like this gorilla gorilla sticky rug padding to like put to stick the rug to the floor and I was tugging with her yesterday and it didn't move and I was like man yes like this was such a great purchase I'm like so excited like Steven doesn't consider like it's funny with me and Steven because he's he collects um just I don't understand collecting but he collects like all these DVDs or Blu-rays of movies that we already have digitally but he wants comic books but he wants to buy them in a hard copy as well so we've got a digital version of a movie and then we've also got so his spending sort of like blows my mind and then he'll be like why don't you ever buy yourself anything and I'll be like that gorilla tape I bought for the rug <laughs> makes me happy. And the rust colored throw that's sitting unopened in my Amazon box upstairs that's supposed to go on the end of my bed for when I'm super chilly at night and someone steals my covers makes me happy. Like I don't have, I think I've just finally come to the realization. Like I don't, I don't collect stuff. I don't have stuff like that. I'm trying to yeah. get away from buying clothes. Cause Lord knows I don't need any. And it's like the stuff that I buy is for the home. And we had like a whole conversation about that. Like, what do you spend money on versus what do I spend money on? And not understanding why the other person buys that, but having to just put on your adult pants and just 
accept it and not make a big deal out of it. Yeah, and and the stuff I buy is mostly I, I buy mostly stuff for my man cave slash office because I sit down here for forty hours a week, and I like all the stuff that I've got hanging on the walls and stuff. Yeah. Like now behind me, I've got almost my comic book wall is almost done. I got to put another row underneath it, but like I've got a it ton of comics behind like, me hanging on the wall and it's really cool. It looks like a comic book shop. Yeah. I'm like, it's "Oh, so cool. how expensive is that Captain America up there? <laughs> What's the going rate on that one?" <laughs> and, and I don't know what they cost. I know a lot of them are from 2007. I know some of them are from when I was a kid because uh, I have like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie version uh, or the comic book version of the movie. I have that. It's, it's, up, still... it's up there on the wall. I have RoboCop from the like the movie version, the comic version of the movie on the wall. Like I got Doctor Who. I got Spider-Man. I got all kinds of stuff. It's cool. I'm still blown away by the fact that you said TMNT was started as a comic book. Yes. Like I had no idea as a kid that I actually watched a comic book movie. Yeah, but it's I mean it started as a comic book and I don't I don't remember if the cartoon came before the movie, but I feel like it did. I well, I'm like talking the about the live was, action. Yeah, the live action. Well, I mean, they made the live action because the cartoon series was so popular. Yeah. Otherwise, if it wasn't for the cartoon series, they'd never probably yeah. would have made it yeah. until maybe I now. I still love but Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. That, that movie, to me, uh, on a sidebar, that movie, to me, is one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. I'd put it in my top five easily. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. I think it, we've it, talked about that, yeah. It holds up. It's so amazing. It's such a great movie. But, yeah, so I got a lot of comic books yeah. on the wall, um, and I found one today. It's... Uh, the Infinity Wars, but the front cover opens up and folds out, and then and when you uh, look at the back, the back is also the same thing. So it's this one big poster cover, and I'm gonna frame that and put that up too, which is really cool because it's got like 40 or 50 uh, comic book characters on it, and it and it's Marvel, but it's so cool looking. And I was like, man, I need to frame this too. I wonder where you're gonna put that? And by by underneath uh, underneath the Avengers oh, okay. poster over there, center. When he says frame it, what he means is he's <laughs> gonna text me and say, "Can you find me a frame that's 14.76 inches by 11.89 inches, please?" And I'm like, no. I can't. So uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on that. So for all of you out there that are in a relationship, um, or maybe you're not, but you've been in a relationship, um, you, you qualify for understanding that there are roles in the relationship, and I don't mean like male and female roles. I just mean like roles. Like for example, um, my role in the relationship is everything electronic. If it's electronic in the house, I have to deal with it. I, I have to fix it. She won't touch it. I won't if even it, use the remote when we're watching TV together. <laughs> if it's frames, I will not touch it. She All the stuff that I have framed downstairs, she got a frame for, except for my Star Wars frame, because Jared gave that to me a, as a gift years ago, the poster, and he already had framed it for me. All the other frames just got me frames, except yeah. for, well, I take that back, the Spider-Man. I got that frame myself. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, everything I that's framed down here, she got. I introduced you to the got. wonderful world of ordering frames on Amazon and not going to Joanne Fabric. She also introduced no me to Joanne Fabric. She also introduced me to eBay, and boy, she regrets that decision every day. That was a mistake because my checkbook is riddled with four seventy four, five seventy six, eight seventy five, six dollars. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yep, it's something. Um, 
but yeah, so we did some rearranging, uh, freed up some more space in the living room. I like it. I, I, I walked through through there many times today and went, wow, there's so much more room now. Yeah, you actually texted me that today. The one thing I hate is when I arrive home from the driveway, I don't see the cutest pup in the world leaping from the end of the couch to greet me at the door. And that might change once we get the new Maybe. couch. So Maybe. The, the new couch will be a little bit lower and she she might be able to stay on the couch. But it's worth it. I, I love it. I, it took me a minute. My problem was it was so open and we didn't have a rug or a table or anything down and that it went from feeling closed off to feeling like a where an empty warehouse and now that i have (laughs) used my decor prowess and really set some things in motion i'm liking it i like it a lot speaking of of having tons of space how about those new Oreos that don't have a ton of space because they cram as much cream in there as they can? Unofficial poll, how many packages of Oreos are too many to have in a cupboard? <laughs> I would say two. Um, I don't know that you can have a, a, a maximum amount. I would say two is too many, but judging by the fact that we have five currently, I would imagine Stephen doesn't agree. Uh, no, I definitely don't agree. I, I would say that uh, having as many Oreos as possible is the best way to go. I got those new truffles ones, and I didn't know that they weren't new. What are they? Truffle- oh, toffee. Toffee. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I didn't know that they weren't new because I, I don't remember ever eating them. And then you said when I got home that... Yeah, so it's funny because he brings home these toffee crunch Oreos, and he's like, and this is after I bought him the triple mega cookies and cream stuff ones stuff. that are literally 110 calories for one cookie. <laughs> he brings home the toffee and is like, look what I found. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, don't they look good? I'm like, yeah, they're not bad. We've had them. And he's like, I don't remember that. I said, you never remember it because every time we go to Kroger, we stand in the Oreo aisle, and he says, ooh, look at those. Those look good. And I say, yep, we've had those. And you go, oh, we have? And again and again. So I'm glad you bought them. Maybe you'll remember. You know, here's my thing. Here's my message for uh, for Oreos, the company. Do me a favor. Bring back the red velvet. I don't care about these toffees. I don't care about well, this you most care, stuff. You bought them. I don't care about these. Uh, I don't. I don't even care about the Brookios anymore. I want red velvet. Oreos. I you want them to come back, and he, I could only buy them at Target, and it's totally fine because I got a I got a Target in every direction within less than fifteen minutes from our house. Get me the red velvet Oreos. That's what I want. I Those wish, are the best. I wish he would have proclaimed this about the Brookie a month ago when I was at Kroger, and he said, "Can you get me four packages of the Brookio?" I love the Brookios. They're great, but I want the red velvet. Those are the best Oreos. I hate the fact that those have been gone. Like, I don't know why they keep going to these other things. I mean, Maybe some of them are good. Maybe they will do a anniversary edition of the Red Velvet, and they'll come out. They should at least release them during Valentine's Day or something. One you would, would think. think it's red. Come on. Ooh. Getting off my soapbox there, I guess. But, man, I, I I just don't know how you discontinue the best Oreo you ever made. Besides, besides They still have the golden. Ugh. You can get golden in anything. Speaking of the anniversaries. Oh, boy. Speaking of anniversaries, we got some album anniversaries, folks. Our uh, new segment that we've had here for a little bit. Let me pull it up. We got a, quite a few this week. I told him that he needed more oh, diversity. Here we go. And here we I was like, go. you need some more like album diversity, not just what's in your library. Like when he tells me he makes me a classic rock playlist, but it's just mu- music that's in his library. 
you know what? It's music that you like that's in my library. I like a lot of other music, too. That's why for our road trip, I'll be making a couple playlists of my own. Oh, boy. I just I literally just cannot wait. Well, so um, we got some songs that came out. Songs or albums? We got some albums. So right. uh, we got, um, let's see. Today is technically the 13th, releasing on the 14th. So this week, album's coming out this week. Uh, City and Color, Bring Me Your Love. You were listening to that yesterday, I think. That's got a nice sound to it. I, he's fantastic. I like He's them. a great artist. He's in a band called Alexis on Fire that's more heavy metal, um, alternative oh, really? stuff. Yeah, but he did this thing. His name is Dallas Green, and so City and Color is the name of the band. It's his name. That's incredibly clever. Yeah. Um, so their second, his second album, it's him and another guitar player um, that plays with him, uh, Bring Me Your Love. Great album. Highly recommend. It's so good. Uh, Black Sabbath in 1970, they released their self-titled album. I mean, you can't get much more. Nice. You can't get more great than no, that's uh, some than Black rock Sabbath. Right there. Um, today, uh, the 13th, we have two anniversaries that were on the 13th in particular uh, from 1996. Tupac Shakur's All Eyes on Me double album, uh, which, I mean, that is one of the most iconic hip-hop albums yeah. of all time. Also, a band that I could say I would say is legendary because they only had one album and yet it's still iconic. The Fugees yeah. released the score uh, today, which that just blows my mind that that album is is still talked about as being legendary and being like on greatest albums of all time lists, and it, it's the only album they ever put out. I heard from someone recently that they were going to be doing a tour for that album. I I heard rumors that they're going to tour and, and do the anniversary of that album or whatever and play everything on it, which that would be pretty cool. That would be worth seeing. Spoiler alert, he's the one I heard it from, so that's not two people hearing it. It's just one. <laughs> um, so uh, if you like metal, a band named Soul Embraced released uh, an album called Immune in 2003. Great album. I love it. Um, it's it's a shorter album. It's only like a little over a half hour, but man, it's great. It's good oh. metal. Um, he probably got laryngitis after that. It was, oh man, it's it's a fantastic album. One of my favorites. Um, Whitney Houston released her self-titled album in 1985. Nice. Um, she was great. Her voice is never to be matched again. Absolutely. Uh, one of the greatest uh, singers of our time. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. Like, no doubt. I grew up on Whitney Houston. My like, mom loved Whitney Houston, and I heard a ton of Whitney Houston, and she she had pipes, man, that Like, that I know unmatched. Dolly Parton wrote I Will Always Love You, and it's great by her, but Dolly Parton has more of a wavering voice. Yep. Like, it's blowing in the wind. And Whitney Houston has the voice of a grounded 50-story building just like, yeah, I, I don't even know the word. It's just, you just it's are mesmerized. Power, power. Yes, she has a powerhouse. Power. Yes, she has power in her voice. When she wants to hit that note, man, it is. I mean, when I think of uh, women lady singers, I think of two women that are powerhouses that have a very similar type of style and voice, and that's Whitney Houston and Celine Dion. Oh, Celine Dion, that the, girl sings from her toes. Yeah, the two the two of them know how to literally like make you feel it and yeah. let you know their entire body is like electric with music. I saw Celine that's cool. Dion in concert once. That was amazing. I'd love to see her live. I think it'd be fantastic. Yeah. She's she's great too. But yeah. um and then my last one we've talked about uh recently uh Tyson Matzenbacher ah. 
released uh, Someday I'll Make It Up to You in 2020, uh, which he's a singer-songwriter, and we've talked about him before. If you guys have not listened to Tyson Matzenbacher, I cannot recommend him enough. Um, great storyteller, plays acoustic guitar, good songwriter. Uh, I mean, he's got full band on the album, but um, someday I'll make it up to you. What a great very album. Me- very mellow sound for him. Yeah, and we just recently got that on vinyl, too, yeah. and, man, it sounds great. So Good. that's the album anniversaries for this week. Um, I'm sure next week we will have several more. February is yeah. a big month for anniversaries. People like to be releasing their albums in February. Cool. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah. So what is next? Oh, boy. S- springboarding off some comic books, we'll be talking about one brand we have uh so we've we've done a podcast in the past where we picked like marvel and done a bunch of marvel stuff we've talked about dc stuff and uh this is kind of like a springboard off of one of our previous podcasts where we talked about what dc had coming forward and how james gunn and peter saffron had become the new co-ceos and uh well they they took all of december and january to get us anticipation for what in the world they're going to do what are the we had the black adam movie that came out and it was like okay henry cavill showed up so what is happening like what what are they going to do moving forward because henry cavill is now back as superman and it turns out no he's not (laughs) no he's not they did a little cameo for lip service and uh that was not part of james gunn and peter saffron's plan that was the old management's plan i Um, i think for me the big thing is like the just I feel like DC just sort of lied to everybody because they knew they were in talks for somebody else to take over and they were trying to get their biggest bang for their buck before James Gunn took took over and let The Rock feel like he was really making his movie and doing something bringing Henry Cavill back and all of that and none of it happened yeah the thing is is that like that movie Black Adam, like we we've already reviewed that movie, and to if, if that's what that version of the DC universe goes out on, I don't think it's a bad note to go out on. If I'm being honest, yeah, like that movie had enough action and stuff in it, and enough storytelling that they introduced some new people as well that also could carry over. Yeah. Um. But so James Gunn and Peter Saffron, they released their next slate of movies. Yes. So part of that is the fact that also this year. They have movies that are coming out that have already been filmed, gone through the post-production process, and they're going to come out. So those will come out before this new slate of movies. One of those we just saw a trailer for yesterday. Uh, If you watch the Super Bowl or if you, like we did, waited until it was on YouTube, uh, the Flash movie. Yep, trailer for the Flash came out yesterday. So there's going to be a Flash movie in which it feels as though, based on what James Gunn has said, that this movie is going to help springboard the new DC universe for movies. It sounds like it's sort first of all, it was supposed to be out like a couple of years ago. Yes. Um, so I feel like none of this would even, it would be completely moot now, but it, I think the way it's happening now is it's like the old DC bridged by the flash movie into the new DC. Yes. Is yes. kind of what I'm getting. And I, I have a lot of expectations for, whatever they do moving forward because I think DC has just been just a pile of unorganized garbage for a long time. And the only re I don't even want to see the flash movie except it has my two favorite Batmans in it. Yes. Spoiler, spoiler alert. If you didn't see the trailer, I mean, if you live under a rock, you don't know that Michael Keaton's in the flash movie. Yeah. 
Um, so He's that's all over the trailer. So yeah, I mean the trailer. I I, I got to say, like the trailer was mostly him. I feel like it really like, was. Um, which I'm totally excited for. Uh, the thing for me is, is that I, I know there's a large sect of people that uh, started this hashtag on Twitter years ago for restore the Snyderverse. They wanted to bring back Zack Snyder and they wanted to bring back Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot and everybody and just have all these people come back and, and restore what this was. And I feel like all of those people have short term memory because during the process of which those people were those characters, Batman v Superman came out that still has the worst Rotten Tomatoes percentage record for any superhero movie. It was terrible. And Justice League that was really the Justice League in which Joss Whedon came in and butchered Zack Snyder's movie because Zack Snyder, he bowed out because his daughter committed suicide, which totally makes sense that he would leave and go take care of personal business. But Warner Brothers didn't like what he had done. His movie was completed. And they went, no, we don't like this. They brought Joss Whedon in, did reshoots, and they created what uh, most people call it online, the Justice League instead of Justice League. That's and it was horrific. So two very bad movies that unfortunately Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, and Jason Momoa, and Ezra Miller are all connected to. I will say it's just funny like how Warner Brothers does this because they just did that with Batgirl. Yes. That girl wasn't even finished. They did a test audience. It wasn't even going to the theaters. It was an HBO Max movie. Yep. It They just did the test screening, so it wasn't completed. It didn't have all the effects. It didn't have everything. And people didn't love it enough, apparently, or so they say. Yep. And, and so it got axed. And I feel like in this day and age, you got to be real careful doing a test audience for a superhero movie because we're inundated with them. Yep. The bare minimum worst super superhero uh, movie is still going to give us all those superhero things. Yep. And if the test doesn't even do that, then no one's no one's going to like it because we're inundated and saturated with things. Yes. And Peter Saffron said about Batgirl that it was not releasable and would have hurt those people involved. Which I find that to be interesting. He thinks it would have hurt those people involved. That's crazy. That means the movie had to be really bad. It's interesting. But it wasn't even done yet. So how can you yeah. even say? Yeah, they just they didn't have all the CGI done in. Maybe the principal photography was done as far as like filming and stuff. I but, don't know. But I don't know. So they're not releasing that either. That's not part of this new slate of stuff. So I think that they have big shoes to fill. And one of... I like James Gunn. James Gunn does Guardian of the Galaxy. That's probably my favorite like superhero franchise thing or whatever you call it. Like those are my favorite movies. Like when I teared up in the theater watching the Guardians third movie trailer. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I am we got some rocket situation and I am tearing up over here." <laughs> like I love those movies. I love Peacemaker. I think it's such a cleverly done show. It's well written. So I think James Gunn has the chops for it. One thing that bothered me was his comment about saying that he thinks they're more organized than Marvel. And it's not. And that's a misquote. I'm going to call you out on it now on our own podcast. That's a misquote. His quote was, is that they are do it. They are starting off better with a better plan than what Marvel started off with. Because Marvel didn't have a plan in the beginning. No, but... But here's the thing, though. James Gunn was part of Phase 2, of which he was far, part of creating the plan for Marvel, of which now he's able to use, because he also was a creator well, of that said plan. That's my point. And his, his point is, is that in the beginning of what they are doing, they are starting where Marvel 
is now. I feel like I get that, but it didn't need to be said because Marvel literally created the blueprint. And what you're saying is we're using Marvel's blueprint and we're going to be more organized than they are. I just feel like for me lately in the last few years of superhero comic book stuff, it has been Marvel versus DC, Marvel versus DC and DC is lost every time. So I feel like if you are really telling me that you're going to build up a DC, don't compare it to Marvel at all. Don't plant Marvel in my head when yep. talking about DC because my synapses are going to auto fire to Marvel being better. Yeah. And the worst part about this, and I've said it before, is I prefer most, I prefer a lot of the DC characters. I prefer the dark and gritty that's more DC than the bright and campy bit of Marvel. I like a lot of that. But DC's just been bad. So it's like if you really want to put yourself and say you're going to be this, then just be it. Don't compare yourself to Marvel. Don't say you're better off than something that was created. It, you wouldn't be that organized if Marvel, Marvel never created it. So it's like it's just stupid to me to say that. And in his case, he's a co-signer on that, on that I get, blueprint. So I get that. That's why he can say it. He, if somebody else had said it, they would look like a jerk. But him saying it, it's like everybody's like, oh, so he's going to take the blueprint that he helped create. And okay, cool. Well, it's good I, to know. I'm more on the he sounds like a jerk. So with that, he has stated that there will be TV shows and there will be movies. There yes. will be live action. There will be animated. There might even be video games. And if there's a character that someone is cast to play, like, for example, Viola Davis to be Amanda Waller, she will be Amanda Waller in every medium. Yeah. That is I cool. I like that because that's one thing that sort of bothers me with stuff like... Um, uh, not bothers me, but when you do, when we watched, oh, what's the What if. What if, yes, yep. on Marvel. So, and this is all done later. This is going to be in these people's contracts now. This is part of. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things that they get to do now yes. because Marvel already went through all of the trial and error for them. Yeah. I mean, they, they're but, not going to reinvent the wheel. They don't no, have to. But I like that because it gives you that consistency. And I like also that he said, whether it's animated or live action, it's all in the same sphere it's all in the same universe yep. doing doing everything together whether it's an animated character or a live action yes and his brother played a character on the suicide squad movie and he's going to play that character in their first series that's coming that's animated called creature commandos the guy from guardians yep oh i don't remember him being in yep. i don't even remember the movie you yes just said, if i'm being honest um he did live action he did a part in the suicide squad movie oh i didn't see that that's why i don't know No, that. you saw it in the theater it's not it's the one oh, that had sequel. I, yeah well you didn't say the sequel it's because it's not considered a sequel because it's not it they don't even reference the other movie at all because see? here's the thing about it he made that movie and he obviously like purposely did not reference what came before it. And so now it can still be considered as to part of what he's being created. This now. is one of those things that I just can't even keep up with this stuff. People, <laughs> this is just ridiculous. Um, I'm looking for, he played weasel. Mm. Um, Oh, well who would know? Yes. So I, I will say I am looking forward to some things in this new DC. Yep. And as I mentioned, creature commandos is the first thing coming. It's an animated series. There will be some characters that will carry over. I think we've got things that we're losing and things that we're gaining. So I'll say my what I feel like I'm disappointed in losing. Okay. Um, number one is Doom Patrol. Yes. I think Doom Patrol is such a good show that's such a good concept 
and is cast straight up perfectly, yet they never found their groove writing-wise. I feel like it just never... I'm not surprised it's getting canceled. He's abandoning it. Because I feel like there was always kind of like just... A, after the first season, which was stellar. Yes. I think that there was just little glitches here and there where I was like, what the heck is going on here? But I loved the characters enough and the concept enough that I kept going for it. Like when we found out it was going to be canceled, we haven't watched any of this season yet. And and it's on hiatus until yeah, like April. But we were like, all right, well, if we know it's canceled and we know it's actually ending, then we'll just binge it when it's done. But I really enjoy Doom Patrol. I think Brendan Fraser is fantastic. Um, who plays Rita? I don't know her name. I can look that up right now. Keep but going. She's great. She was also on a random show I watched on, I think, maybe Netflix or like a Lifetime called Drop Dead Diva, which was really good. April Balby. Yes. Bowlby. Sorry, Bowlby. She's good. Um, Matt Bomber. Everybody on there is really good. So that show I will be disappointed to lose because it's just so different. Also, I want... Ben Affleck's Batman movies. I want them so bad. And I was so excited because I was one of the biggest critics of Batfleck. I was like, you got to be kidding me. This Yahoo's going to be Batman. He thinks he's going to be somebody that can fill the shoes of my Michael Keaton. <laughs> I don't think so. And he filled them. And then he branded anybody that had a problem with it. And I loved every second of it. Yeah. And I will miss Doom Patrol and uh, Ben Affleck. But they do have a show coming out called The Authority, yep. which gives me that like gray area. The world's not so black and white vigilante-esque vibe. Yeah. It's right up Jessica's alley. So uh, sh she mentioned The Authority. So The Authority is going to be basically this group of people of which um, – they think that the ends justify the means, and they're the ones that decide what's right and what's wrong. Where can I sign up? Like, they are... Are they looking for any sort of leadership? <laughs> I have leadership experience. <laughs> and uh, I've never read The Authority. It's a Wildstorm comic that, uh, that DC kind of pulled underneath their awning to be part of their umbrella or whatever. Um, so I'm looking forward. I'm going to read some authority comics before that series comes so I can get familiar with those characters. I'm looking forward to that. And then you had a couple of things you were upset about losing. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go back to Henry Cavill. Yeah. Henry well, Cavill. three for you, yeah. Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, and Gal Gadot. Um, Henry Cavill's Man of Steel was excellent. He got a great opportunity and a great like script to play Clark Kent and Superman and do it excellent. And then after that, he never got another chance to do it again until Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. And when that came out, like it was too little too late. Um, I think that's unfortunate because I think he looks like the character. I think he acts like the character. He gets himself bigger each time he's coming to do the role. He gets even bigger each time. Like, he looks the part. He, he is the part. He looks like a comic book page come to life. Yes, Superman. 100%. And he's a super nerd at that. So yeah. you know he's well-read on it. If you've ever watched The Witcher on a sidebar, if you've ever watched The Witcher, he's a huge encyclopedia for, for Witcher. And so the dude gets into the role and knows it mentally as well as physically. And let me tell you, as a female who doesn't, like, love all the Superman or all the superhero stuff, I don't mind to have something lovely to look at. <laughs> On the giant screen I'm so, forced to be at. 
So Henry Cavill didn't get a fair shake, I don't think. Yeah. Gal Gadot, same thing. First movie, excellent. And then after that, she never she got a fair shake. She has nobody to blame but Patty Jenkins. Like, she never got Patty a fair shake Jenkins after that. Patty Jenkins wrote a steaming pile of garbage for Wonder Woman 84, and she should be ashamed of herself on the level of a writer and a feminist. I mean, the thing is, is that, like, Wonder Woman, it, that movie was written in which she didn't need any sort of man at all to do anything she could do everything herself and then wonder woman 84 she had to have her man like and we had a great villain with Kristen wig yes it was like he the last of us guy was not even needed yeah yeah pedro i can never say his last name he's a great actor i love him but he wasn't needed yeah he wasn't needed um and that character is in the comics as well but he's not needed the other one who didn't get a fair shake is uh ben affleck ben affleck it was the best part of Batman v Superman, and then he never even got his own movie, let alone did he get to make a fair shake on actually being able to play the role. Those three got their yeah. redemption with Zack Snyder's Justice League, but as I said, it was too little too late. Well, I so, feel like, too, with Ben Affleck, just one more thing, sorry not to cut you off, but he, we were told no Batman movies, and then we were told yes Batman movies. And then we were told again, no Batman movies. So this is the situation you're dealing with, James Gunn. You've got a lot to work to do and a lot of expectations. Yeah, and and for any of you out there that like or, or might say to that, oh, well, we have Robert Pattinson's Batman. Let me tell you, go back and listen to our podcast where we review all of our Batmans, and you'll find that we found him to be the worst because absolutely he's Robert not, Pattinson. He's not half as good as Ben Affleck. He has no right to fill those clunky shoes that he's clopping around in as the stealth Batman. That's not so stealthy. Uh, So that was number one thing that I'm going to miss. The second thing that I'm going to miss is that um, the Arrowverse on the CW network is going to die. It's going to die with The Flash this season. 13 episodes, and that is it. All of the shows have either been canceled or they have completed. And I will miss the fact that I got... Something that I will dare say is just as important as Iron Man, and that is the first Arrow series on CDW. Arrow was very, very, very essential in superhero genre being able to come to life, even on the small screen. Arrow was so successful. It was so good. It was so well written. And without that show, Marvel's not making shows on DC, or uh, sorry, Discovery Plus, or uh, Disney Plus. They're not making shows there. Like, it, it just doesn't happen. And you can go back further to Smallville, but I'm just talking about the current stuff that we've had. Arrow is the is the cornerstone of I that. I think that's the irony of DC, is their characters were on mainstream television. Yes. They weren't just on streaming services. Marvel stuff has only ever been on streaming services, really. And yep. DC has had such a bigger audience. And for them to still not be... At Marvel's level or above them is mind boggling to me. Like who was in charge? Like I feel like we started dating towards the end of you watching Arrow. But I feel like if there was one of the shows out of these DC shows that you've watched. And I've seen a bit of the majority of them. That would probably be the only one that I would actually be interested in. Arrow was so good. The thing is, is that uh, there were a lot of us that was like, well, I mean, the movies are bad, but at least we got the Arrowverse. Yeah, that came, that turned into the Flash verse when Arrow, uh, that when they completed that show, but they had Arrow, they had Flash, they had Supergirl, they had Legends of Tomorrow, um, they had a show called Naomi that didn't get off the ground because it only got one season, didn't get enough viewers. They had Star Girl, um, they had uh, Black, Black Lightning. Lightning, 
Um, they had crossovers. They had all these characters like represented. It was so the, good. All the pieces and all the components, and yet it just has never worked. They did a five-episode, five-week crossover that crossed over every show and every character. It was literally like watching a five-hour version of DC's end, end game. Yeah, that's crazy. It was so good so, and uh, and they did things with that show those shows that they couldn't do on the mainstream tv including having grant gustafson and ezra miller cross over in a scene during that crossover yeah. where ezra miller shows up and you have those two flashes staring at each other and nerding out yeah I, i'll never forget that scene it was one of the coolest scenes ever so I will miss the Arrowverse, and I will miss the fact that that Ben and Henry and Gal did not get to get their fair shake. What am I looking forward to? I'm going to be very honest. It's very simple. James Gunn is writing and hopefully will direct the Superman movie that's coming out, Superman Legacy, that will be out in 2025. Younger version of Superman. Younger right? version like, of Superman. He's, he's taking inspiration from the comics. There's a, a comic called... Um, a super uh, All Star Superman and uh, Superman Man for I believe it's called Man for All Seasons. He's taking inspiration from those comics and they're they're excellent. I can't wait. Like if he does this the way he has done Guardians and puts heart into it the way he has done yeah. Guardians, it's going to be one of the best Superman movies we've that ever seen. That is one of my favorite things about Guardians is yes. all of the heart and the emotional yep. content and even Peacemaker. Yeah, there is a lot of heart in Peacemaker, and we know. James Gunn does father-son relationships on on TV and movie so well. Peacemaker, it's a father-son yeah. story. It's a coming-of-age son yeah. co- growing up and getting out of his father's shadow and connection and all that bad stuff that his father's been and getting away from that. You look at Guardians, it's literally, especially the second one, is about sisters, but it's also about father-son. Yeah. Like, he does this thing that writes where he writes the story so real and i think with superman you, I think you have this you have this possibility where he never met his real father cuz he was a baby when he got sent away from krypton and then he has an earth father as well mm-hmm. and they're not the same and it's two different ideologies that collide and that in the comic books that's always the cool thing that i find about superman that i like yeah. is he has these two ideologies that crash yeah and he has to figure out who he is in between them and that's what james gunn said this movie is going to be about i can't wait it's going to be great he does he writes with a lot of heart he writes with a lot of sincerity and a lot of flow yes. and i think those are things that are really missing in dc overall so i think that'll be That'll be cool. Yep. Uh, and you said what else you're looking forward to. So there's there's several things, and I'll just run them oh, off okay. here. Oh, well, I had had one. You had go go with no, your one. F- no, I already said mine, but I had one noted that you had said, but I didn't know if you were going to say that one. Oh, um, the other one might have been the fact that uh, if I if I remember the notes correctly, uh, that you took down would have been that Ben Affleck yeah. is in talks with James Gunn to direct a DC movie. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you if if Ben Affleck's directing, you know it's going to be good. Yeah, there's no there's no question his ability to direct, no question yeah. at all. And if you're letting him write, yeah. I mean. Yes, do yeah. it. And I hope it's the Batman movie, if I'm being honest, because he was supposed to direct a Batman movie four years ago. Yeah. So give the man his due. Um, 
But coming forward out of the projects I mentioned, the Creature Commandos, there's going to be a HBO Max live action TV series called Waller. Oh my God, I hate Amanda Waller so much. It's going to be so good. Yes. And Viola Davis is returning, as I mentioned previously, and it's going to take place between Peacemaker Season 1 and Season 2, which Peacemaker Season 2 was not part of the announcement, but it was based on that statement I just said, yeah, which they, I thought was cool. But I think they were only announcing new things. Yes. They but, didn't announce, because they didn't even yeah. say anything about shows being canceled or anything either. Yeah. So uh, the other thing being done is there's going to be a Lantern series, a Green Lanterns series uh, on HBO Max following Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan. I think that's going to be fantastic. It's long overdue for DC to dip their toe back into the Green Lanterns because, you know, Ryan Reynolds did a Green Lanterns movie that was um, rough. It was rough. It had good parts, but it had a lot of bad parts. So they got some, they got a chance to maybe redeem themselves with a Lantern. I think there's also, in the beginning of superhero movies, there wasn't. Um, the expectation that there is now. Yep. There was a lot of things just thrown together and done and ca- and been like, this is this character. Yeah. And now I think superhero fans and are holding them to higher power. I mean, Angela Bassett just won a, a what? Um, uh, Golden Globe. Golden Globe for her role as the queen in of Wakanda. And yep. who would have thought that a superhero movie would be nominated for much? I mean, they've been nominated. Like, so there's another caliber now, like, Ryan yes. Reynolds' Green Lantern doesn't fit anywhere in in that now. So, um, I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be cool. I I've read a lot of Green Lantern comics, so the Green Lantern comics uh, are, are are stuff I read a lot of. Um, so uh, also I mentioned the Authority that's going to come uh, with the folks that are uh, basically taking uh, the law into their own hands, which will be pretty cool. Um, after that, he they announced that there's going to be a show called Paradise Lost, which is going to follow Themyscira before Wonder Woman is born. That's and where Wonder Woman lives, if you guys that's, don't know. That's where Wonder Woman lives, the island. It's all ladies. Um, and I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do. They have a, like, they have this opportunity. They said it, it's probably going to be like a Game of Thrones style thing where it's like fighting for the throne from these families and stuff. I can't wait. Some chicks kicking butt. That, that, that's, there's a lot of promise there with that. Um, and then there's a couple other things. There's, uh, Batman, the Brave and the Bold. It's going to have Batman and Robin. Robin is, they're going to use, uh, Damon, his son, um, in that movie, which will be interesting how they decide to introduce that because that's never been done in the live action. Um, they're going to do a Booster Gold TV series, which is interesting because Booster Gold is from the future. He comes back in time. He's got this uh, uh, Android device that flies around with him that knows all of history. He steals it from like a museum and then goes back in time. Like and Biff stealing the book in Back to the Future? 100%. And he basically comes back in time having knowing the history of things and then he knows that um everything that's going to happen so he tries to make himself be a superhero and man let me tell you it is fantastic cuz he wants to be he wants to be known for being a great superhero because in the future he's a joke so that'll be an interesting uh uh dive into nepotism and stuff like that or not nepotism what am I, what's the word I'm looking for I don't know. um uh, nar- Being a narcissist. Okay. Yeah, diving into that. Um, they're going to do a Supergirl movie, Woman of Tomorrow. 
which I'm interested in that. That that that's they've not done a superhero supergirl movie since I was a kid, so hopefully hopefully they do something really well with that. Yeah. And then the last thing is Swamp Thing, which I got to tell you, HBO Max, they have a 10 episode series of Swamp Thing, and in my opinion, you're still missing the old one. This movie has got a lot of standards to be held up to cuz that series was great. I think that's one of the best things that uh, that they did that was part of HBO Max and the DC Universe uh, TV sh- uh, show network thing that they had. Um, that was with Titans and Doom Patrol. They were all together in the same on the same network. Uh, but yes, yeah, Sw- Swamp Thing. Uh, they they got a lot of potential there, so that'll be cool. But that is the all ten. And Sophia keeps grabbing my mic. Oh, Boy, I'm gonna strangle that dog. You guys have no idea. I want Ooh. to just drop kick her across the basement right now. She's been all over the place. She's been sniffing at the PlayStation. She bumped it. She turned on the TV and the amp and the PlayStation. It's it's very possible that when we come on next week that we will be uh, having a morning and a funeral because I'm <laughs> gonna kill this dog if she keeps messing with my electronics. Everything's on over there. I'm gonna absolutely strangle She's her to death. Woo, oh boy, gosh. she's driving her crazy anyway, and pissing me off. You DC, you Woo. superhero fans, let us know what you're looking forward to. Did we miss something? What are you going to miss? Well, there's no way we missed anything because oh. I'm married to Steven. But I mean, there's just, there's what are you so guys going to miss? What are you looking forward to? What are your thoughts on all of this? Would love to hear it. There's so much coming. That's the thing to know. And that's <laughs> this list of 10 things that they listed. They said that their goal is two TV shows and two movies a year. I'm going to say this right now. I love everything that Marvel has done and uh, done for the medium, but take note of that Marvel and please copy paste. Marvel has already made that choice because they noticed that it was saturated and they're dialing stuff back. But you have to have that trial and error. You don't know. DC is revamping themselves and they're able to use everything that Marvel did and go off of and do everything that Marvel already saw they were doing not as great and are fixing. So it's like, yeah, yeah, there, I mean, to be honest, quite literally, there is no, if DC fails again, they should just shutter the doors of DC and never make anything again. Yeah, and just because they've the got all the ingredients, all the stuff. If you guys can't pull it off now, then it's never going to happen. And and also part of the past, as I mentioned, the Arrowverse earlier, that was all part of a different production company. That yeah. was during they had DC TV and they had DC movies, and they didn't talk. So and that made the Ezra Miller showing up as Flash in the Flash TV show even bigger because everybody was like, "Well, these two don't talk." Um, so it was just strange for, yeah. to see that happen. Uh, which shout out all that all that aside, Greg Berlanti is the guy who created the Arrowverse, and they he showed with Arrow that he could make TV shows and do superhero shows, and then they kept giving him more. Every one of those Arrowverse shows that I mentioned, and the ones we talked about, including Titans, Doom Patrol, and Swamp Thing, all produced by Greg Berlanti. He's a genius. Nice. nice. He is a genius on a level that. Other TV producers, we're talking like he's on like a Dick Wolf level of of writing. Like, I thought you were about to insult somebody. And for those of you that might be wondering who Dick Wolf is, you know who Dick Wolf is. Yeah, you've seen the you've seen the Everyone Law and Orders. You've Wolf. seen the yeah. Chicago shows. You've seen his name show up as creator, executive producer, Dick Wolf. Yeah. you know that guy. Greg Berlanti is the superhero version of that guy. And at one point in time, I think he had fifteen shows on the air. 15 shows. Yeah, that's insane. Of long runs. Yes. 
So yes. So uh, good luck to, to you, DC. I've got Woo! very high expectations, and they're never met. That's just the world I live in. So <laughs> I wish you all the best. Yeah, and as a comic book reader, uh, it's a catch twenty two for me with everything. I I watch. I can find good in everything, but. Uh, it's been hard with DC stuff lately. I'm feeling like we need to go back to, we had started watching Batman 64. I feel like we need to toss a couple episodes. Yeah. Now that we're talking all this DC, go yeah. upstairs, take a listen, and watch a couple of Batmans. Maybe. Or we could get back into Lost and keep watching oh, some more gosh. Lost. Those people. We're in season two, Yeah, folks. we're not going to talk much about it, but I will say I had a stupid dream <laughs> that I was in Lost, and Locke, Locke and I, you've watched Lost. I don't want to give anything away, but... Locke and I were pushing the button, let me just say. And I wasn't pleased. I wasn't pleased at all. So on that note, we want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. We hope that you have, ha- have had a great weekend and you have a great week. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like, share, subscribe. All of the platforms for podcasts, we can be found. Please tell your friends. Yes. Um, and uh, please give us a rating. Leave us a review, please. Uh, subscribe. Lo- love to get those numbers, man, uh, to figure out where everybody's at. Yep. It's awesome. So thank you for that. Um, I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all. Testing. 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 Testing.